amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Triggering change, one heartbeat at a time. Battle for freedom. from Battle for Freedom on Mojo Fiber Radio, and I appreciate every last one of you as we sit here having a, a very interesting Friday, uh, having too much fun on Friday or whatever day it is of this week. I have completely lost track of this week, but I'm glad to be speaking to you and uh, just being able to wake you up and hopefully get you in a position that you can appreciate uh, what life is throwing at us. Life is throwing a lot. Uh, at every last one of us, and my hope, my peace is in Christ because of the fact that no matter what my enemies may try and do, no matter what my enemies may try to say, uh, he is in control, and I'm not fearing anything. Uh, honestly, we should have this disposition at all times because when we do so, uh, we can turn around and enlighten so many other people, give them a lot of peace. Again, I'm your host, Watson Prunier from Battle for Freedom on Mojo Fiber Radio, and I just let's just get into this. As today, we just really talk about the last temptation. We talk about the last temptation. It will not happen to me. The last temptation. So uh, the reason why I share this is because of the fact that we have we have a sense in our lives to continue to tempt fate, to tempt God in all things, and think that there will be no negative connotations to us. Uh, again, so ignore the image that you see. Well, I, actually, I want to zoom in on the image uh, for the broadcast today. It's this. It shows the picture of a person behind the wheel with a bottle of beer or a, can, a bottle of beer and a can opener in their hands, and they're behind the wheel. But superimposed in the background is this image of a snake waiting to tempt that person to do this because drinking and driving is something that you know that you shouldn't do. But we've done it for so long because of the fact that we've had this mentality like, oh, it won't happen to me. It will not happen to me. And I think that in the process of fooling ourselves into lying and believing that it will not happen, the worst case scenario takes place. Sadly, um, tragedy happens. And every time we think it won't happen to us, that's just understand that snake is speaking in our ear trying to get us to do something we know God has no intention for us being involved in. Thank you for joining Linda and Amy and Curtis. They decided that they were going to go to 
facebook.com forward slash battle for freedom and leave a comment, a jib, jab, or just even a what's up early in the morning. Uh, speaking of what's up, have you had your American Pride Roses coffee yet? American Pride Roses, historically great coffee and the official coffee of Mojo Fiber Radio. Uh, you have to go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. I want you to support them. I want you to get behind them and encourage them as best as you possibly can. Follow them on Facebook. Follow them on Twitter. Follow them wherever they are and give them all the encouragement that they need. We love that coffee. You And for those of you who have a coffee addiction, um, I can't speak into your life that it would end but if you're going to enjoy coffee, let it be American Pride Roasters coffee because that's the one that I enjoy. I don't mess around with that drive-through burned water. Uh, also, another sponsor I want to share for you is New Life Holistic. And again, this, these are just part of these are just part of the the um, the family the family of people that we appreciate with Mojo Fiber Radio. This is also prepare with Mojo Fiber Radio. No, prepare with Mojo50.com if you actually want to get uh, stock up for worst case scenarios. As the president says, it's going to be a global food shortage. Don't know how, but here you go. New Life Holistic. I don't know what you've been going through, but I'm certain that you're tired of the useless systems you've been wasting on money for therapy. Contact New Life Holistics by going to newlifeholistics.com right now. Give them the code MOJO50 and save $50 in your first session. Biofeedback may be the one solution that can help you. Try New Life Holistics today. Yes, try and contact New Life Holistic today. Let them know that Watson from Battle for Freedom sent you. Uh, you know... Curtis says, um, Linda said she's on her only on three, number three. <laughs> so wherever, if you have a heat signature map of America, the hottest spot in America is not a nuclear plant. I just let you know it's Linda. <laughs> Hi, Trisha. Thank you for joining. And Curtis says, my brother is the poster child of it can't happen to me. Uh, you know, I, 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 I all of us, to some extent, have a smidgen of it will not happen to me. Every last one of us, we love tempting God. We love tempting fate because of the fact that we just walk in this uber confidence that the life that's before us is the one guaranteed us and we're going to take life by the horns and we're going to we're going to basically drag it into the ground because we will dominate life and all obstacles ahead of us <laughs> and we're going to enjoy life as best as we possibly can because nothing is going to go wrong well sadly today i'm going to share with you some tragedies I'm not making light of the people who lost their lives, but I want to highlight the significance of how people believe that it won't happen to me. Will not happen to me. It can't. Thank you for joining, Trisha. I appreciate you. This is the idea that we keep thinking that life and freedom and happiness are all guaranteed. I mean, in our, in our what is it, the, the, the declaration? Life, liberty, or is that the preamble? Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. I haven't done my daily constitutional and patriotic reading. Forgive me. I was only focusing on the Bible. But this idea that 
this idea that we can live and do whatever we want and it not affect us. See, this is the danger that we walk into. And I want to share with you this morning, my morning passage. This 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 morning passage for me, and you have to understand, I skipped some verses. I skipped some verses this morning because I wanted to focus on what I thought were, now all God's word is great. All God's word is great, but you have to understand I was in Psalm 27 this morning. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evildoers assail me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and flows and foes, it is they who stumble and fall. Though an enemy encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. The war arise against me, yet I will be confident. I skipped all those verses. Those are powerful, encouraging verses. I mean, those are top of the world, mama, you know, verses that you share this out and, and you, and thanks for joining Lisa. These are the top of those world verses where you have that uber confidence and you stick your chest out like, who's going to touch me? If God before me, who can be against me? But I didn't want to share those verses. This is the verse I shared. The very next one. Verse four, one thing I have asked of the Lord that I will seek after that I will, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. <laughs> hey, Grace, thanks for joining. I mean, literally, I mean, when you think about this, okay. I skipped all those verses about protection and just said, you know what? I don't care about the protection, although the protection is great. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong that I do not want to walk around without God's protection. But I think that the thing that matters even most or more is wanting to be in this fellowship and desire with him. But there's so many temptations that we have and so many distractions in this world that pull us away from that loving, tender, and, and almost undeniable amazing experience when we're in fellowship with him not is yes there's fellowship when we're at churches when we're at church and we're well worshiping with fellowship fellow saints but sometimes you got to be in your car driving the many people who listen to the program and they're driving to work and they're in fellowship with god they're, they're they're posting how god is just working through them and god is working through us and he wants that fellowship it's not just the it's not just the scripture verses it's just not the nice quotes it's not just the, the service it's not the singing and all that other stuff no it is uh, sorry it is the idea that we fellowship with God that we fellowship with him and we have this great time of worship that is Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I was like, no, I like that verse. I like that verse. No, I love that verse right there. That's what I'm going on. And I'm taking that one to the bank. See, I share this about this idea that one thing I've asked the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. 
See, as I sit here talking about the idea of the last temptation, it will not happen to me. I try and help you understand this, that I try and let you understand this, that um, God wants our hearts. He wants our lives to be all about him. Oh, that's selfish of him. Really? I mean, think about this. You have kid when you have kids or we have spouses, we want them to put all their attention on us. We, we, we're in a relationship with them. We want them to we want to relate with us. So why do we sit here as Christians, followers of God, not want to be in relationship with him? It's not just, hey, just checking in today, God. Just making sure we're still cool. I still got my get out of hell free card. And my fire insurance plan is still working. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's not a daily checkup to make sure that we've avoided hell. It's a daily checkup to say, hey, you're still there and you still love me and you're still good and I'm not. And that's why you love me to give me another chance to look more like my savior who died for me. Hi, Kathy. Thank you for joining and being part of the program. I sit here, the last temptation. Well, I can't sit here and talk about the last temptation without sitting here talking about the temptation. <laughs> I'm not talking about the singers either. I'm not talking about the singers. Uh, you know, let's go to Matthew, Matthew chapter four. So this is after the baptism experience of Jesus Christ in the Bible. I want you to go to this and check this out because this is really powerful. Uh, make sure I get this the right way. Yep, if this is the right one. Then Jesus was led up. Nope. Nope, that was the wrong one. I picked the wrong one. Forgive me. I'm going to take that one off because I looked at. Yeah, 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 yeah. This was right after. Yep, this was right after the baptism. Okay. It's uh, chapter 4, verse 1. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. And the tempter came to him and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. Verse 4, And he answered him, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of God. I share this passage because of the fact that I believe that even in everything that we've been through in the last couple of years, we have been tempted to stop trusting God for so much. And in the midst of doing this, one of the tragedies that's taking place in the midst of wanting to, uh, let's see, trust ourselves is that we have given up some key things key securities about our lives just for a meal, just for a meal. And, and I'm sitting here thinking, why, why is it so easy for us to be so easily tempted? Why is it so easy for us 
to be so easily tempted. What was it? Uh, Esau gave up his, he gave up his birthright for a bowl of soup. And I think we've given up so much more, so much security for less where God tries to get our attention and help us understand, you know, I don't want you committing your life to this foolishness. I got better for you. I got better for you, but no, 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 no. It's so easy. We're so finicky. We're so easily manipulative, man- manipulated. We're so easy manipulated and no one, no one, no one ever thinks, Oh, it won't happen to me. I won't be tempted. I won't deny Christ. <sighs> Wow. Wow. Check this out. Papa wasn't a rolling stone cap. You're too funny. Uh, and yes, Amy, we get our eyes off of God and on circumstances. And I want to go back up to what Amy said before that. I was contacted in messenger to stop posting my scripture and what God is speaking to me. It made her feel uncomfortable. I told her it was what God was putting on my heart, though through his word and how to live. Now, I'll get this. This is how you know when you're tempted to stop sharing the truth. When people come to you and tell you what to do on your timeline. Now, granted, we're free to put whatever we want to. But as believers in Christ, we should be happy to celebrate God's word, God's goodness, his faithfulness. And we're supposed to be open walking testimonies and ambassadors of God. And so when someone tells you to to stop posting scripture, now there's a lot of crazy stuff that we post. Oh, let's just post, let's just post cats. Let's post quotes from the Dalai Lama. Let's post quotes from Mother Teresa and Helen Keller and Tim Robbins. Let's post those positive things. But God's word, don't put that out there. What? Isn't it amazing that we're tempted to pursue and be filled? Again, the first temptation is on hunger. The first temptation is on being on sustenance. That the idea that Satan made people believe that, or try to make Jesus believe that he could sustain him. (laughs) The tempter tried to make Jesus believe that he could sustain him. Like, are you kidding me? I made all the stuff you try to promise me. How in the world are you, how in the world are you going to provide for me when I'm the provider? I'm the provider and I'm in fellowship with the father who has been my sustenance and he, we have been each other's sustenance. We have enjoyed each other's presence for eternity past, eternity presence and eternity future. (sighs) 40 days, 40 nights, no eating, but we sit here. And we keep thinking we can tempt God. (laughs) Oh my goodness. It's just, we're delusional. We're delusional. I love this idea that not every man shall not live on bread alone, but every word 
that comes from Christ. Every word that comes out of the mouth of God. I really wish that we believed it. Like I said, the president said we're going to be experiencing global world hunger and food shortages and things like that. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are, I mean, we were talking about food shortages during the pan, you know, during the pandemic. What is it going to be like? What is it going to be like when the real food shortages take place? And do me a favor. Don't pro, do not promote what you have in your storage bins to the world on on Facebook. Don't post your weapons. Don't post your, don't post your supplies. Don't post anything. That was the first temptation of what he tried to get on Christ. Let's, let's look at the next one. Then the devil took him to the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple. And he said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you. And on their hands, they will bury you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, again, it is written, you shall not put the Lord, thy, your God, to the test. That Satan wants to tempt us. That Satan, Satan is enamored with trying to destroy our lives. <laughs> I'll tell you, he, he is on Blitzkrieg. He is on Blitzkrieg trying to ruin us, but we never think anything of it. We think, oh, there's nothing for me to worry about. I'll be okay. I'll be okay. And it's an illusion. It's a lie. It's, it's, a, it's a farce. To get us to tempt God and put ourselves in compromising positions. There's so many times, there's so many days, we put ourselves in compromising positions and we automatically believe that God should be, if he really loves me, if he really loves me, he'll let me, he'll let me be in this relationship that I know I'm not supposed to be in. He'll let me mess around with these drugs I know I shouldn't be messing around with. He'll let me do whatever I want because God really loves me. Really? Serious? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure you want to go down that route? That route? <sighs> because it's nothing but an illusion and it's a lie. Lord, forgive us. Uh, let's get into one of the tragedies that took place, and this one is really sad because of the fact that I believe. That this could have been avoided. How does one talk about this? Boy, 14 dies after plunging from 400 foot drop tower ride in front of screaming teenagers at Orlando's Icon Park. <sighs> 14 year old fell from pl the plunging ride, the world's tallest freestanding drop tower at Icon Park just after 11 p.m. Thursday. So this was eight hours ago. The teen who has not yet been identified was taken to the hospital but succumbed to his injuries. Orange County Sheriff's Office confirmed. Terrifying footage 
captured the horrific accent and the screams of witnesses as the boy fell from the ride, which rotates around the tower as it rises in the air before plunging to the ground at 75 miles an hour. The ride freefall opened in December of 2021, stands 430 feet tall and can accommodate up to 30 people. This ride was opened four months ago. Three, four months ago. I'm not a fan of, I've done roller coasters. I don't want to ever get back on them. I mean, we, seriously, we, 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 we keep tempting God. Well, Watson, you just don't want to live. You're just a fuddy-duddy. No, it's not a fuddy-duddy. There are just certain things. Unless it mitigates me to actually be, put myself in that level of fear and fright, there's no reason for me to go through this stuff. Because I think one of the things that happens, too, with roller coasters and amusement parks and these crazy rides and everything like that is that we steal fear away from us. We, in, a, in, a, in a way, we what, what, what is it? Um, we're almost anesthetized to fear. To, to fear. And, and there's a danger with this. When we become anesthetized to fear is that there, then we get to the point where we're null to any kind of warnings. We walk into any situation. We don't care. We don't care what the situation is. We just do it. We hear a heartbeat moving and we go into danger regardless of the situation. Let's do this. I'm your host, Fox Green. What? Didn't see you there. I was busy eating this delicious meal from preparewithmojo50.com. You look hungry. Do you want some? Of course you do. Get your own. You can go to preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. You can't have mine. The Daily Mojo with Brad Staggs. The point I, I worry about. And there is, is there a, a point there in here somewhere? I was kind of hoping we yeah. get to one sooner or later, but... <laughs> Well, I, it's got. You told me I have to do three, two, one, go. What's a, the point? I have to have a conclusion at the end. Good. Well, you're and at the end. So, so get to that conclusion, would you? Because we're waiting. Go in three, two, one, and in summation, go. Um, we start polarizing and isolating people. And, and furthermore, with us. at the end of the day, if you can't beat them, join them. Every dog has its day. If, if easy come, easy go. For more of the That's my story. political <laughs> ramblings. Is ramblings too generous? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, I don't know, right? maybe it's not just a rambling is good. Yeah, right. Okay, rambling. Weekdays, 8 Eastern, Mojo 5 Supply chain disruptions, shortages, panic buying. Unfortunately, they've all become facts of life in 2021. The good news is you have preparewithmojo50.com. Not only will you find emergency food supplies, also water filtration, air filtration, all sorts of other tools. Preparewithmojo50.com. If you want to keep food on the table, if you just want to maintain some sense of normalcy, preparewithmojo50.com is the answer. 
This is an important reminder. Don't miss this week's exciting shows with Erskine right here. We've got some very special guests and revealing topics this weekend. So make a note, mark your calendar, text yourself. Join me here for Erskine this weekend. You'll hate yourself Monday if you miss us. Welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Watson Prunier from Battle for Freedom on Mojo Fiber Radio, and I appreciate every last one of you as we continue to sit here and get into this whole idea of the last temptation. Will not happen to me. Will not happen to me. This is a rea- sad reality that we have dealt with for so long because of the fact that people don't believe that horrible things will happen to them. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to share tragic stories with you. And as, as, as I do my show battle for freedom and I'm trying to free us, am I Mr. Killjoy? No, I'm not Mr. Killjoy. There's so many things I enjoy doing. I, I love art. I mean, I love art. I love drawing. I love there. There are videos I enjoy that I, I love streaming and everything like that on, on many various streaming platforms. I just, there's a lot that I love doing, but I think that one of the things that we continue to do, take care of Linda, be safe, is we get so wrapped up into having so much fun that we keep thinking that the world's best is anything apart from what God provides for us. And I think that in that temptation that even in the last two years, as people are spring break and people are twerk, you got people twerking on the beach. You got people drinking and smoking pot and having all their fun and everything like that, wherever they go, having their fist fights and having their brawls and, and everything like that. You can imagine everybody thinking, oh, I got to I got to get my freak on. I've got to, I've got to have, I have to have all, all this fun because, because when I go to heaven, it's just going to be boring. I mean, literally, when you see the way that we live, we act like the moment that we close our eyes on this side of eternity, that eternity with God is going to be boring. <laughs> Let's get to you talking about tragedy. And I'm not going to show the image. But I had to have this conversation with my kids the other day. Here's another one. Car carrying six Oklahoma teen girls rolled through a stop sign at a dangerous intersection before they were hit by a big rig in horror crash that killed all of them. Police revealed the car carrying six school. They were basically rolled through a stop sign. The victims killed on Tuesday. Uh, you know, the collision on Tuesday killed all six girls in their vehicle as their vehicle attempted to turn onto U.S. Third three, I mean uh, U.S. three seventy-seven. The driver was sixteen-year-old, and the other three girls were fifteen, and two other passengers were both seventeen. The Chevy Sparks driver and the front seat passenger were the only ones wearing seatbelts. Now, I understand this too. It was a four-seater car. With six people in there, in there, a four seater car with six people in there. So that meant that while they were driving, there were still only going to be two people who would not have seatbelts unless they decided to sit on top of each other and try and fit everyone into the vehicle. It's a tragedy. 
But you have to say to yourself, because people are going to blame the truck driver. You're in a six-seater, you're in a four-seater car with six people and only two wearing seatbelts. So there already are major infractions before the collision ever took place. You had more people, you exceeded the capacity of the car. And, you know, and I'm trying to explain to my kids, you know, they were probably having fun, listening to the music, having a great time and everything like that. And all of a sudden, they just turn. Because you know how easy it is to get distracted. Oh, I got, I got, oh, my favorite song's on. Let me just turn up the volume. Oh, my goodness, I'm in the other lane. Oh, let me text, let me send a message. Oh, oh, look at that funny thing on Facebook. Oh, my goodness, I'm in the other lane. I'm on the side of the road. I'm in a ditch. I'm dead. So many problems going on here. So many challenges taking place. And we keep thinking that we could play God and play and tempt life. They'll never come back. The 14-year-old child who was at, oh, well, I see you against I'm Yes, yes, I'm against the theme parks. I'm against theme parks. When you sit there and you look at the fact that the whole idea is they are turning around and they're tempting God on a daily basis. And I'm not just talking about the rides. I'm talking about the pedophilia that happens in these theme parks. I'm talking about the sexual abuse that happens in these theme parks. We don't have that discussion. Oh, it won't happen to me. I won't be the one who dies on the ride. I won't be the one whose child was molested or missing or anything like that in that park. And Kathy brings up another point. A 16-year-old aren't supposed to have other people in the car when having a provisional license. It's almost it's the same exact thing here in Indiana. You're supposed to be the only person in that car. How is it that you have five other people in your four-seater car? Right there shows you the person never should have been behind the wheel in the first place. And my kids sit there and wonder why is it that I'm very particular about the kids that I want my kid my my kids to be in a relationship with. Because you know that the parents were allowing that foolishness to happen. Oh, it's not going to happen to my kid. I'll let them do it one more time. It's not going to happen to them. I'll let my kid on that ride. It's not going to happen to them. They won't be the ones who die. They will not be the ones who die. We keep tempting God. We keep tempting God. Like nothing's going to happen. Oh, I'll, let, I'll, I'll, I'll let my kids do that. There's nothing to worry about. No, 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 nothing's going to go wrong. How long was that monster from the Olympic U.S. Olympics gymnastics team sexually assaulting these kids? For how long? 130 to 160 kids molested by one monster? We want our kids to, we want our kids to have all of this. This is not going to happen to my kid. How many of those parents of those 130 to 160 kids that were molested by that monster kept thinking, it's not going to happen to my kids. I'm trusting these people to do what's right. Kids lost their lives. Am I angry? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm angry. 
I'm not angry. I'm not angry at the truck, truck driver. I'm not even angry at the kids. I'm angry at our apathy and indifference to fear. From movies like, from TV shows like Fear Factor, from all our crazy movies that we watch with gore, gore and ghosts and ghouls and goblins and all this stuff. We've lost fear of death. We're reckless. Reckless abandonment is what we pursue. We keep tempting God on a daily basis and thinking that it won't happen to us. We keep thinking and it won't happen to us. And God's basically saying, please wake up. Please wake up. Please wake up. Let's go to the last one. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to them, uh, all these I will give you if you fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, be gone, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and serve him and, and him only shall you serve. I'll get to verse 11 in a second. But this idea, that's actually verse, yeah. This idea that we keep thinking that God is going to turn around and bless our mess. He's not. When we keep thinking that Satan has something to offer us that we never could even begin to fathom. He tempts us with sustenance. He, he, he. He tempts us with fearlessness and he tempts us with power. He tempts us with sustenance. I will sustain you anything you need. I will, I will fill your belly. He sustains us with fearlessness. There's nothing to worry about. You don't have to worry about a relationship with God right now. You don't have to be like one of those highfalutin, holy and right, holy, holier than thou Christians. Don't post scriptures on your timeline. Don't don't say that Jesus is the only way. Don't sit there and talk about sin and how these things are not good and God expects better from us. This is what Satan tempts us to do. Hide your truth on your profile. If, if anything, be an icon of, of freedom and free-spiritedness and no reverence for the Holy One who makes it possible for you to wake up every day. Yes, Kathy, God is not a genie, but we treat him as such. And this idea that Satan thinks that he can give to Jesus what Jesus already owns. It's like our government. <laughs> hey, we're going to give you $800, three to $800 a month for gas. Hey, we're going to keep writing you these checks, these stimulus checks, so that you can actually have money. You know, wait, 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 wait. You're giving me my money. Literally, Satan trying to tempt Jesus to give him everything is pictured perfectly in our governments who give us our own money. <laughs> the correlation is striking. The correlation is undeniable. 
government, Satan. That's what Bobby Boucher's mom said. <laughs> the gov the government is Satan. <laughs> I told you, Bobby Boucher. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's a dumb movie, but there is too many funny things from that. Oh, Kathy Bates, great job, great job. <laughs> Oh, Lord help us. But I love this because this, this, we heard about all the temptations. Because, again, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. Right? And we're constantly being told, we're constantly being told to pursue your great, get your greater potential. Get get the best. Be number one. See, here's the problem. I don't, I have no problem in trying to excel in your craft and in whatever it is or your bent that God has led you in your life. But there's only one true number one, and that's God. See, we're constantly fighting to be the king on the hill, not realizing that that hill doesn't even reach heaven. No matter how many towers of Babel that we may try to erect, we will never rise to the stature of Godhood. Even as we are in our glorified bodies in heaven, when we are with Christ, when we're with God, when we're with the Holy Spirit, and we're in fellowship with God for eternity, we still will not be at a God-level existence. It will not happen. It can never happen. The Word of God is explicitly clear in it. There is only one God. There was no God before me. There will be no God after me. I am the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end. I exist outside of time. I create time. I manipulate time. I am God. Not me. That, that is his words. That is his phrase. So as I said that word, do not ever interpret me saying that I myself am a deity. I am not. I am, I am, I am, I am simplest, I am simply his servant, as we all are. Some servants for good, some servants for evil. It's our choice in what direction that we want to go with that. But it is a tragedy, it is a tragedy that we continue to allow ourselves to be manipulated and misled as though somehow we are better without God. That is a true temptation. Even as we look at the science of the last couple of years, that they have the people who who post or promote the science have elevated themselves to a level of godhood. They believe that they have the power over infections. They have the power over viruses. They have the power. Not He Man. It's not the power of Grey Skull. Great series. But they act like they got the power of grace call. I have the back. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But I love this chapter, verse 11. Then the devil left him, and behold, the angels came and were ministering to him. See, every one of those temptations are some little devil trying to get us to stop trusting God. And sometimes those little devils are inside of us. Those little devils are called sin. Those little devils are temptations basically telling us that we don't have to trust 
him. And when, 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 uh, this is another passage. Um, what am I? Uh, I didn't think I was going to do this, but I'm actually going to have fun doing this here. Let me find this passage. Yes. James chapter four, I believe verses seven and eight. Yes. Submit yourselves to God. Therefore submit yourselves. Therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, your hearts, you double-minded. James chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. I, I, you have to understand something. <clears throat> Submit yourselves to God. Jesus was fasting for 40 days, 40 nights. Submitting himself to God in fellowship with God, removing all the world's comforts and relying on all his, his, his subsistence, his sustenance, his power and strength, and his fear of, of hunger, his fear of being weak and not having anything and putting his complete trust in his father who would sustain him for 40 days and 40 nights. Fasting is not an easy thing to do. But when we put our trust in God that he will help us, I love it. But again, I want to stick with this verse here. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Jesus submitting himself to God. Resist the devil. See, we can't submit. We can't resist the devil if we. There's an order with this. We can't sub, resist the devil. We can't resist the temptations to to sin if we're not submitting ourselves to God. There's an order. It's not oh, resist the devil and then submit to God because a lot of us keep doing this. They're thinking that oh, I'm these champions of righteousness. I'm these champions. I'm the man on the hill, and I will I will defeat all sin and be sin. Get behind me, Satan. Well, we haven't submitted to God. We haven't submitted our mouths, our hearts, our minds, our souls, our spirits, our will to God. For some strange reason, we believe that we can defeat evil. We can defeat the devil without submitting to God first. That is the last temptation. That is the last temptation. Because even in this country where we, def we never thought, oh, it would never happen to us. We'll never get that bad in this country. Have you been paying attention? And the worst part about it is that we keep thinking it's just the Democrats who are the evil ones in this country. We keep thinking, oh, my president won't be that bad. My president won't start a war. My president won't do this. Pfft, what? My president won't spend any money. My school, my education centers, won't corrupt my kids. Georgia Parent has stopped from reading sexually explicit book about slavery called Homegoing at school board meeting because it was inappropriate. The book remains available in the district's library. She was trying to show why the book should be banned and she was prevented but these are the people that we say are educators and all they're doing is educating our kids to further be away 
from God. Because anything that promotes critical race theory, anything that promotes wokeness, anything that promotes this free craziness, oh, white people just did all, did all this wrong things to black people. No, 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 no. That mess, I'm not denying the reality of what whites have done to blacks, but the language behind critical race theory, the woke movement, and and and, and white privilege, and, and uh, what's some of the other different things, uh, white privilege, and, and all these other different things. It's a spirit of covetousness, bitterness, anger, malice, and and ungratefulness of the fact that God doesn't guarantee us anything. We're not guaranteed anything in this world. And for blacks or whites or women or gays or straight or whoever you are to complain that you don't have anything, you have, you have some gall to sit here and believe that you deserve or you, ha you have deserved the right to own something See, that's, that's the last temptation that has taken man and ruined man to believe, I deserve this, it should be mine, I shouldn't be denied. What? You deserve nothing. But we carry on in language blaming white people, blaming the man, because they got away with all this stuff. Well, now I got mine, I'm somebody now. Our language is ripe with ungratefulness to God because we're too busy tearing down other people who had something. And we're glad that we finally got our comeuppance. And we're now going to have this mentality of being ungrateful before God. Because that's exactly what critical race theory, that's exactly what wokeness, that's exactly what black power, white power, all this power. Again, this fool, this foolery believing that we actually now have some power over our circumstances and over other people. Because we got a few dollars in our bank account. Because we're driving around in nice cars. Because we got a home. Because we got an education. <sighs> That's the illusion. You've bought, you've bit the apple or the forbidden fruit. You've succumbed to the temptation of believing that you have power over your life rather than believing that we understand we submit to God. not going to happen to me in my schools. I'm, I live in a great school district. It won't happen to me. Yeah, whatever. People who keep living in the big cities. Keep living in the big cities. New York City, Eric May, May, New York City Mayor Eric Adams is slammed by fired city workers and unions after he grants vaccination exemptions for rock stars, actors, and players for the Yankees, Nets, and Mets, but not for regular New York workers. You know, oh, it's not going to happen to my city. Oh, it's not going to happen to me. Here's a black man who's mayor of New York City who's pretty much giving a free pass to the rich. I thought that was only a Republican thing. I thought that was only a white, uh, old white, rich old white person thing. <laughs> Interesting what we have here. Mm. Yeah. Let's move on to another one. I'm going to let that one go. I'm stealing for a living. Homeless man, 50 years old, 
with almost 200 arrests for theft, is released without bail after being collared again for stealing in Eric Adams' soft-on-crime New York City. See, y'all keep thinking, I'm going to stay in the big city. I'm going to stay in a city where all the opportunities are here. Because it's happening there. You keep tempting fate. You keep tempting the idea of living in a city where it's clear it's not Republicans who are making this thing out. And I'm not excluding the foolery of Republicans either. But it's clear right now it's Democrats creating these laws that make it easier for criminals to get back out on the street. Crime is out, out of wazoo. And people living in New York like nothing is happening. It won't happen to me. Yeah, try being that 87-year-old woman who was pushed down, pushed down the stairs by a crazy white woman. An ungrateful, overprivileged white woman. But here's a, here's a, here's a crazy, underprivileged, or slightly overprivileged black man who keeps stealing. And we think it won't happen to us. Let's go visit New York City. Let's go visit these, these towns. Let's go ahead and sit down in one of those cute cafes. Bam! Dead. <laughs> so I'm going to go briefly on this one because I'm already, I'm already hot, right? Yeah, I'm going to leave that last one alone. I'm already hot. So I'm going to leave this. Let's get into this young lady here. Because just as bad as Eric Adams of New York City a hundred times worse, a million times worse, is Kentanji Brown Jackson. How a pedophile 18 years old at the center of Kentanji Brown Jackson's Senate hearing continued looking for sexually arousing images for children after she jailed him for three months after he wrote a letter asking for a second chance. Soft on pedophilia. Now, again, I'm not going to treat pedophilia like it's worse than lying, stealing, or anything else. Because it doesn't have to be pedophilia that she was soft on. It could be anything that she's soft on. If it's sin. When we're soft on sin, that is the last temptation. There's a lot about Kentanji Brown that disqualifies her. She's disqualified from this perspective, from my perspective alone. The only reason why she's up there is because she's a sister. S-I-S-T-A. You can throw on an H. You can throw on an R. <laughs> you can throw whatever you want to, but that's the only reason why she's up there. And that's a disgusting, that's a disgusting Statement for where we are today. Only reason why Barack Obama was president from 2008 to 2012 was because he was a brother. B R U T H A. You could add the R, you could add whatever you want. It's utterly disgusting. And we see where society has grown. We have seen where society has come to as a result of us trying to make, we're trying to make new records. We're trying to appear that we've evolved. No. We're just highfalutin and very good at trying to mask our sin and our, our disrespect to God. 
And now we're not even hiding anymore for crying out loud. You got pre- you have President Biden talking about the new world order. And that went quickly. Oh, I got the audio. I've got the video on multiple devices in multiple locations because oh, we're getting into the new world order next week. President Biden so openly said new world order and everybody is saying, oh, uh, conspiracy theorists are losing their minds. I'm telling you the best thing that's happened with Barack, with Barack Obama, with Joseph Biden being our president is if he is truly senile, we're learning it all and you can't hide even the and even the buffoonery of Kamala Harris. She don't know what she's talking about. She's completely clueless. And this is what the people wanted. Lord Jesus, help us. Because the temptation is here. We're eating the forbidden fruit with no remorse. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.